Hey everybody, we know you have tuned into Upside Down Tulips this week for some laughs and some garden info, and you're going to get that. However, we also want to be authentic with you all. We are taping this on January 7th and want to acknowledge what we're feeling right now. After the violent attack in the Capitol yesterday, we were shaken and angry. It was a very dark day. So we hope we can bring some light to your day. Please sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Hi, I'm Christy. And I'm Edith. We're backyard gardeners from Colorado. And neighbors. And friends. These days, gardening has gotten very popular. And we've noticed more and more people picking our brains for tips and troubleshooting about gardening. We're not experts. We just learned a lot about gardening from the mistakes we made along the way. So welcome to Upside Down Tulips. A fun podcast that celebrates gardening gone wrong. Upside Down Tulips. Hey, Christy. Hey, so, Edith. Well, you know, um, so it was stressful. You know what I do when, when I get stressed? What? I make soup. So yesterday I made bean soup with 239 beans. Why 239? Because if I added one more bean, it would make the soup too farty. (laughs) That's for all our Irish listeners out there. (laughs) Too farty. (laughs) And I thought thought maybe we could use the laugh right there, too. Yeah, thank you so much, Edith. Well, it's been a while since we've been sitting here doing a full episode. I know. And in the meantime, so many things have happened. One, we won some one, we won some awards. Two awards to be exact. We won two awards. The first one is that we won Best New Podcast at the Colorado Podcast Academy. So it's the best new co- podcast in Colorado. And I was particularly proud because there was like this online ceremony and we watched them on Zoom. And I think that Christy and I were the only people over 35, 35 years of age. Oh, I'm sure. So that made me so happy, and I don't <laughs> even know why. <laughs> it just shows that we're still young and hip. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It, that's true. We're young, hip, and cool. It was we're, so nice to meet all those podcasters, too. Yeah. Thank From the House so of Pod. House, the House of Pod. Pod. were so great. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, we're just, it's very, very exciting. And then we won a True West Award. From John Moore, who is a senior arts journalist in the Colorado theater community. And every year he passes out these bouquets of awards to folks in the arts community. And he gave Upside Down Tulips a True West Award. Yeah, kind of for, I guess, for hanging in there, pivoting, not killing ourselves during the (laughs) pandemic. Right, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're still alive. Thank you, John. Thank you. Um, have you been enjoying your uh, Upside Down Tulips t-shirt and your Upside Down Tulips mug? You know, as you can see, I'm wearing it now. I haven't taken it off since you've given it to me. <laughs> Am I supposed to make, believe that you're wearing your Upside Down Tulips t-shirt right now? Yes. I'm not that good. I'm not that good an actor. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, folks, it's too cold to wear the Upside Down Tulips t-shirt because it's not a long sleeve, but we have long sleeves. We do. And hoodies. And hoodies. And phone cases and um, totes. And, and there's a sale coming. Oh, my gosh. A sale. Yes. All our merch is 35% off. 
And we say merch because we're hip and cool. Yeah. Instead of merchandise, we go yeah. merch. It's on sale January 13th through the 16th. So just go to our website if you want to get something. I need to get something because all I, I have my t-shirt and I have a mug, but I gave my mug away. Because you're just a really nice person. So I need to get a mug. And I want to get some stickers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to stick things. Good. And you stick them good. Well, and then there's something else kind of cool we should tell everybody that we're doing. What is that? Is that we are starting a patron club. It's right, a patron now, club. Folks, if you're ever listening to our gardening podcast and you ever go, you know what? I wish I could buy those two gals a glass of wine. I would say yay, yes, right? please. Or a cup of coffee, right? Yep. I want to give these gals a tip because they provide me with so much entertainment and information. Well, here's your chance to become part of a special club where we're going to have special giveaways and um, presents mm-hmm. and, and and secret special access. Mm-hmm. It's, you know what, but really, folks, if it's a tough time. So if you can't do it, that is just fine. We're Maybe all, you we're can do stay it later. Free. That's right. We're going to stay a free podcast as long as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. This is just for, for you folks who, if you really love our podcast and you want to help support us and help us grow. For real. I've had two people say to me, is there any way that I can help? Yeah. I really have. Me too. Yeah. And also people going like, why aren't you doing this yet? People do say that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so folks, we're going to do it. We're going to set up a special club. And all you need to do is just go to our website for more information on the many different levels. I mean, it, one of them, the lowest one is $2 a month. Oh, my. Yeah. That's, you can't even get a cup of coffee for that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's, what else? Um, well, it's National Seed Swap Day, January 24th. We have to make sure we swap some seeds. Yeah, we got to swap some seeds. Indeed, we will. And sign up for our newsletter. Oh, yes. Thank you, Edith. So we've been sending out some fun information to folks who just want to get our newsletter. And if you don't get it, our newsletter, we send it out, um, you know, a couple times a month. Just go to our website and you can sign up for it. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all our business. Shoo. Business done. How's your garden, Edith? Well, you know... um, there was actually a day, and this is a callback kind of to a few few weeks ago. There was a day when the ground was not frozen and I was able to pull out my raspberry canes. All the diseased canes are gone. Congrats. Yeah. And that's th- a huge area of your garden. It, you know what I measured it today? It's a it's like 15 by 12. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's 15 by 12. All was raspberries, all of which were diseased. So they're gone. And I'll talk later about what I'm going to do with that piece of land. But um, the other thing I did was I went to get some carrots out. And they were a little under the tree, so they were not, the ground was still frozen a bit. Uh huh. So you know what I did, Christy? I poured warm water on them. And it defrosted the ground. And since they were little carrots, you know, like half long. Right, because we both planted. Little fingers. Little finger. They came out. I was able to harvest my carrots. You mentioned to me that you were going to do that uh-huh. this week, and I was so inspired that I went out to my vegetable garden. And first of all, I have to say, Edith, I doubted you a little bit. I thought the ground's not that frozen. And I went out to where my extra carrots were, uh-huh. and I put my pitchfork in, and it was hard as a rock. Yeah, isn't that something? So I poured some warm water on it, and I had to let it soak in a little bit. 
Yep. I had I had to wait a little while too. And I did a double dose. Uh-huh. And can I show you what I got to do? I did it today. Yeah, we forget how cold it gets at night. You know, that's the thing. Look at oh. all those carrots. Oh my gosh, that's gorgeous. How many Look carrots is this? Do you think? Uh twenty-five. Yeah. I, that's what I think. <laughs> if you can guess how many carrots are in this. At jar. least twenty-five. That's beautiful. Well, oh I think I'm gosh. gonna you know, and I gotta tell you that they're not all very perfect. I mean, they're a little gnarly looking, but I think that they would be good for soup. It would be good for soup. They, you know what? They'd be good for eating raw. It doesn't matter what they look like. Yeah. Have you tried Well, them? I know some of them had little mushy ends. Oh, they do? Some of okay. the ends were a little mushy. I tried to cut off some of the, with the ends. But anyways, I did it. Folks, if you have carrots out in your garden and you live in zone five, mm-hmm. try put warm water on it. Parsnips, any, any of those long things. I also... Um, I ordered seeds and seedlings from Denver Urban Gardens. They have so this is the month, people in Denver and surrounding areas. This is the month, Doug.org, D-U-G, where you go and you order them this month. And then you get them the seeds in March and the seedlings in May. And Edith, how much did that cost you? It's pay what you can. Isn't that nice? If you have no money at all, you don't have to pay one single thing. And you could get seeds and seedlings. Seeds and seedlings. Yep. I wonder if this happens in other places besides the Denver metro area. I hope so because it's a wonderful program. It's one of those wonderful nonprofits. They're the ones that run the community gardens. I'm going to sign up for it. It's wonderful. Yeah. So I did give some money because I felt I'm not as bad off as a lot of people, you know. Yeah. And I really want to keep it going. And it's nice to have somebody... To curate all that stuff for you. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. How cool. You know what I found out, Christy? Huh? You know why you should never eat pop eat icicles that come off of your roof? Why? Because the rain has washed the bird poop with it. <laughs> and so you're literally eating calcified bird poop, like a bird poop popsicle. Oh, yes. I read that. That makes sense. <laughs> right? <laughs> I want to eat your bird poop popsicle. <laughs> That makes sense. Well, that's going to change my whole diet now. Oh, <laughs> I no. got to change some things. That explains a lot. Uh, so last week, oh, yeah. are you done with your garden? I'm done with my garden. Okay. And if we have time, I have an interesting tidbit. Uh, last week, people wanted to know what kind of zucchini <gasps> I planted that yes. was so well contained. Yes. And guess what? What was it? Botanical interest zucchini. Our favorite seed catalog. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Just, just plain old Italian or yeah. dark. Or, yeah. Wonderful. How about that? And then, you know how a couple weeks ago we were talking about amaryllis bulbs and how, how wonderful they are and yes. how beautiful they are? Yes. And I said, everybody loves one. Everybody loves to get an amaryllis bulb. Yeah. Right? I thought for sure some of my friends who would listen to this podcast would have mm-hmm. given me an amaryllis bulb, but I did not get one. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, if I'm one of those friends, it never once occurred to me. <laughs> like I did, I, so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to complain. that I, But I do have something blooming. And that is, in the fall, if folks remember, I planted some pansies. Maybe this was September. Mm-hmm. I planted some in a little plant in my backyard. Yeah. And it, it is January. And bless those little pansies. Oh, they are blooming back there. Okay, that's amazing. Are they in a little protected area or not? Kind of, yeah. They're kind of in a little planter by my next to my garage by the patio, so maybe they are a little protected. You know what? I think that's good for people to know, that you planted them in September and they're still blooming. A little bit of cheer. That's nice. So nice to have really out nice. there. Uh, 
And I also want to say what also gives me a lot of cheer, Edith, is that jade plant you gave me. Oh, good. I just love it. It looks so good. Now, my new cat, Cat Winslet, yeah. um, was up there digging in it a little bit, but I the saved it. The new one, it. too? Yeah. <laughs> but I saved it. My cat liked to dig in plants. I don't so, understand it. But uh, have you watered it yet? Yeah. Oh, you have. I yeah. haven't watered mine. I've oh, watered mine. Yeah. It looked really dry. Maybe I'm over. See, that's my problem. So that's I'm over the thing. water. Yeah. Be careful. It's okay. Just, it's kind of a succulent. So you okay. Don't wanna... Thank you for the heads up. Because yeah, I, I think I haven't... may have watered it several times since you gave it to oh, me. Oh, that. Okay. <laughs> oh no. I haven't oh, no. watered it at all. All right. And then also the last time we chatted, because um, we were talking about our failures of the year, and I was talking about my tomatoes in the attic. Yeah. And of course, last year I left them up there for ten months, and they were these dried little. Mummies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I put some in there in October. Yeah, and in, it was already the end of December when we recorded that episode, and I hadn't taken them out yet. And and yeah. you were worried yeah. that I they were all going to be gone. Well, I'd like to show them to you. Do you want to open it, Edith? Um, no, that's okay. Okay, <laughs> she's too far away. Yeah, we're doing the social distance thing. Look at all those tomatoes. Oh, look at that. I put these in the attic. Oh. <gasps> In October. Now they look, are they, they're not all Roma either. There's some. Um, no, there's some persimmon, some little cherry tomatoes. That's amazing. And you know, some of them, I would say, I mean, how many tomatoes? There's maybe like, maybe like 20 or so cherry tomatoes and maybe 10 or so Romas and some persimmons. You know right? what else I like about it? So I wrap mine individually in newspaper. You didn't do that. And they're no. fine. It's tissue. Yeah. They're just fine. And you had them covered in the dark. Yes. Right. Since October, and it's January. Now, you know, they're not the prettiest tomatoes, but they would make a good soup. They could maybe sauce. Be, sauce. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Salsa, I don't know. They may not have a good flavor for salsa, but anyway. Well, you know what? You're going to take, you taste these things, and next week we'll see how, how good they tasted. To me, fresh vegetables are, I mean, you forgive them a lot of things. Well, this is like your honeydew melon that you harvested yes. in September, and yes. it was still good the last time we chatted. Unbelievable. Look at all these tomatoes. Awesome, huh? Yeah, it is awesome. Well, I'm, do, do you want to hear my, my tidbit? Yeah. Okay. This is a true thing. So, um, you know, in Botswana, which is in Africa, when they have cattle, the cattle are often attacked by lions and tigers and killed. And there's all kinds of things, you know, electrified fences, all kinds of fancy things that you can do. Researchers have found that if they paint eyes, like lion eyes on the cow's rump, then they will not be attacked from behind. And they had pictures of these cows with these <laughs> eyes on their rumps. No, it's true. This is, And they're doing it now in India, Brazil. Um, they are, they're saving the lives. They, over four years, a total of 2,061 cattle were involved in this study. And none of the 683 cows oh. that had eye paintings were preyed on. Wow. Now that's amazing. While 15 of the 835 <laughs> that were not painted were killed. And so how does that, that can help me then, right? You, what? what? So if I'm in, if I'm in, in Africa <laughs> and I'm out on safari, if I paint, Lion eyes on my butt, uh-huh. that could save my life. It could. I never even thought of that. Why bother with camouflage? 
You know, there have been in our neighborhood, and folks, you know, Edith and I just live a couple blocks away from each other. Uh-huh. There have been bobcat sightings. Uh huh. There have been. I think been. we should put bobcat. We should paint bobcat eyes on our butts. Okay. Okay. You you do it first, and let me know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, folks. If you ever hear words or terms you are not familiar with, or you want a good laugh, just go to Upside Down Dictionary on our website. And if you want to see pictures of our gardens, inspirations, gardening jokes, visit us on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. Upside Down Tulips is sponsored by Bindweed Single Service. Are you looking for that special person for a forever relationship? Maybe someone who shares your love of gardening. Find your special person at Bindweed Single Service. We'll find your match. We guarantee the roots of your love will grow deeper with time and that the ties at Bind will go stronger every year. You'll never be alone again at Bind Weed Single Service. So what would happen if I painted a cow's butt on my cat's face? You're, you're <laughs> Someone would try to milk it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not good. That's just going to be my, that image is going to be in my head for a long time now. Oh, it's a funny image. It's great. Are we on? We're on, yes. Oh, we're, we're on. on. Oh. Yeah, we're on. <laughs> I couldn't see our engineer. Okay. All righty. So this, today we're talking about our plans for our 2021 garden. Mm-hmm. Well, Christy, you know, I mentioned that I now have this new little plot that uh, where the raspberries used to uh-huh. be. I've decided this year to experiment. That plot is going to be my moon garden. Do you know what a moon garden is? Well, is that like, I I know what moon flowers are. I've seen people plant those. I'm going to plant and harvest based on moon dates, based on the waxing or waning of the moon, only in that plot right there. That's exciting. It's really exciting. The thing is, it's so I have to pay attention to the frost state, uh-huh. and then I have to pay attention to whether the, the moon is waxing or waning. What is the difference between waxing and waning? Waxing is when the moon is getting bigger. Mm. And so when it is, when it's waxing is when you want to plant things that grow above the ground. So you can imagine it, the, it pulling it up. Oh. So that's when you plant... Um, you know, things that grow up, yeah, like pe- peas. spinach, uh-huh. peas, all of that stuff. When it is waning, then you grow things that grow in the ground. Carrots, all, beets. Yes, all the bulbs, oh, for example. Wow. Um, that That's what you do then because it has something to do with, this is like, um, okay, flowers and above ground vegetables waxing of the moon. Flowering bulbs, biennial and perennial flowers, and veggies that go below the ground during the waning of the moon. And that's something to do with, it's said that they, you know, they always go towards the light, right? I found this thing about the moon that I would like to read. Okay. The moon also impacts plant growth through geotropism, which is how plants grow in response to gravity. Roots grow downward in the direction of gravitational pull, and stems grow in the opposite direction, upwards. This behavior can be easily demonstrated with potted plants. Lay one on its side, and the stem will grow upwards. Oh. Or 
consider a tulip bulb. Yes. If you plant the bulb <laughs> incorrectly with the with the pointed end down, it will turn around, send its shoot upward, even though it's in total darkness. Even though it's in total darkness? Yes. Wow. I think it also fits your philosophy that plants want to live. They want to live. And now we know, I have this new word, geotropism, which I never knew before. But anyway, that's the whole theory of planting by the moon. That's going to be such a fun experiment. Oh, so much fun. It makes sense when you think about tides and tidal oh, waves yes. and things like that. Yes. And you're going to be, are you, I think you should dress up like a moon goddess when you're out there gardening. Um, I, no, I don't think I'll do that. But <laughs> are you, do you have to guard, do you have to be in the nude when you do it that no, way? No, you have to paint eyes on your butt. <laughs> That's what you have to do. <laughs> you have to be nude. I think that calls for naked gardening. No, no. Either. See, it's just going to be an experiment. Okay? <laughs> that sounds amazing. Experiment. It sounds so, it sounds so cool. Some people swear by it. Some people think it's really like, you know, new agey and stuff. And other, some farmers, they, they do, they swear by it. So I thought, well, why not try it? That's what I love gardening. It's and, a great place to experiment and try things. And that's how you learn. And also, I'm going to plant corn in two semicircles in that little patch. Now, if you plant corn, you're never supposed to just make one row because it's yeah. harder for it to tassel yeah. and pollinate. Mm -hmm. In the middle, I'm going to make a big big semicircle. And in the middle, I'm going to plant spinach and lettuce so that the corn will provide, hopefully, some shade. Which we need here mm -hmm. in the heat of the summer in the Denver metro area. Definitely need that. On the, on the perimeter, I'm going to plant uh, onions and marigolds to try to keep Love out... It. Keep out, you know, bugs. I love flowers and vegetables planted together. I do too. Yeah. So that's my big plan for my little moon garden. So what are some of your plans? Well, if we're talking vegetables, I am wrestling over something on whether or not I should move from earth to raised beds. Oh, okay. Because I, because I'm a square foot gardener and I don't think I'm using my vegetable garden to the best of its ability. I think I waste a lot of space with making rows for me to walk around. Because there's so many rows, because you have yeah. so many grids. That makes sense, Christy. So on my grid. So I'm thinking if I did raised beds, I also just think it'll just raise things up a little bit so it mm -hmm. won't be so far down. Mm -hmm. So I'm contemplating that because they're, they're not hard to make. It's just going to a store and getting some mm -hmm. two-by-fours. So I'm thinking about that. I, I know this, that I'm going to winter sow more vegetables than I have in the past. Usually, I just winter sow flowers. Mm -hmm. And folks, if you want to learn about winter sowing, side note, we're going to be talking about that in two weeks to teach everybody how you can sow seeds in the winter. I am looking forward to that, yeah. Christy, because I don't, don't know how to do it. So I'm really looking forward to that. I do want to plant your giant spinach that you... The Viraflay. The Viraflay. Mm -hmm. I want to plant that. I want to make sure I get some butternut squash in this year. Because I didn't have any, and I missed it terribly. Oh. And of course, I love now scallions. I'm always so happy when I plant scallions. They're so they're so nice to go out into the garden when you're cooking something. And go, oh, I have those. I love. And just chop I, yeah. them up. And one thing I'm not planting at all: spaghetti squash. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was doubting myself about that too. I'm not going to plant it. You're I not have, at all. I have. I still have ten in the garage. That's a lot. Anybody of spaghetti want one? Squash. Yeah. One thing about the spinach that you mentioned, you know, the Viraflay really, uh, it goes well with frost. I mean, it doesn't get killed at this first sign of frost. I also bought New Zealand spinach seeds 
which they can withstand the heat. Oh. So I'm hoping to extend my spinach season by the kind of seeds that I bought. So great to go out to the garden and have fresh spinach, too. Mm. I love that also. Yeah. What about for flowers? Are you going to do anything special with flowers this year? No. They have to fend for themselves. They do. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I have, let's see what recedes itself. I'm going to use marigolds to, to keep pests away. Mm-hmm. That's always my big thing. And can I just ask you, you have to get a certain kind of marigold, too, don't you? I don't know. Let's look into that because yeah. I think... What they have done to some seeds of marigolds is they have bred the scent out of them. Because true marigolds, these would be the French marigolds, have that strong scent mm-hmm. that help with the pests. Okay, well. I'll, let, yeah, let's look yeah, into let's it. Yeah, let's look into it. I am, um, of course, I will winter sow a ton of flowers this year. Mm-hmm. I always have to make sure I winter sow foxglove. Because foxglove is a biannual, it has a two-year life cycle, and then it's done. So definitely foxglove. And um, I'm going to do a new kind of sunflower. In the back of my vegetable garden, because I love flowers, uh-huh. n- near my vegetable garden, I've just been doing this, just doing the same type of sunflower. I want to do something different. It's kind of fun when you're planning, right? Like I want to do a different type of sunflower. I want to do something, I think I want to do a big sunflower. I've been doing those little ones. Uh-huh, yeah. And I want to do something really Big that I have to stake and the oh, birds. Oh yeah, I yeah, I love those things. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, herbs? Are you going to be doing anything with? Oh yeah, most of my herbs um, come back year after year. But this year, I'm going to make a dedicated effort to grow more dill because that you have to keep reseeding that. Yeah. Um, the horseradish, of course, I tried to kill for years. It's still coming strong. I'm excited to see if mine comes back. The one that you gave me. Did you see it? Well, it it was there this summer, right? Yeah. Yeah, it'll come back. Oh, trust me, it'll come back. Yeah. Well, for my herb garden, I'm going to go crazy this year. You are? I'm going to, ex- I keep expanding it. I'm going to expand it even more. Uh, and I like to plant the herbs that are very expensive to buy in the grocery store. You know what? When I had a much smaller garden, that was pretty much my philosophy. The most expensive thing in the store is what I would mm-hmm. have at home. Savory, tarragon, marjoram, of course, always basil. Yeah. Dill is a is mandatory now. And I had so much fun with dill last year. And cilantro, of course. Of course. But it just doesn't cilantro just doesn't the season is so short here. I think. Yeah, you got to it it gets it it hates the heat. So you get it it really early. Yeah. But then I just harvest the seeds too. I do too. Now, because some people think cilantro tastes like soap. I love it. You either you I either think it. it's soapy or you love yeah, it. I, I love cannot it. get enough of it. Uh, what about, are you doing any containers next year? Oh, gosh, I'm glad you asked me. Yes. I'm going to have, this, like, um, put the little baby, um, what's that kind of a lettuce that you have in a salad? <laughs> the lettuce you have? Okay, Watercress. <laughs> no. Caesar salad. Caesar salad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That, romaine. Romaine. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to plant the baby look romaine in containers on my porch. And when they get big enough, I'll take some of them out, put them in the backyard, but leave others growing on the porch to see if I can lengthen that season. Nice. Let's see, there's the backyard season, then there's the front porch season. Yes, because the front porch, you can move them into the shade. That's awesome. But you know, Christy, I'm going to do more row cover things. I'm going to... Not in containers, in contain and containers this year, so that I can lengthen my season and don't let everything get crispy. Yeah, 
normally what I do in my containers is I do flowers. And I was out in the garage just check today to check on my geraniums. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to make it. It's pretty cold. Have you watered them at yeah, all? Yeah. Yeah. I've watered them twice. I saw, I don't know. It's interesting. And with these geraniums is our African daisies. And I think they're going to make it. And my mums are okay in the garage. But I don't know. I I um I uh, I may have to start putting them up in the attic again. I think you should because I have geraniums in the house, and I have uh, watered them about once every two weeks. Christy, I saw today, yesterday. I saw one was almost. He was like gasping. Um, you can keep them in the house away from yourself. If Maybe you I want. should move them inside. I think you should. Okay. I think you should move them inside because I, I do think it's love too them. cold for them outside. They're so pretty in a container. Yeah. Men, are you striking out on the single scene? My love for you is just like diarrhea. I just can't hold it in. Oh my gourd. Do you believe in love at first sight, or should I just walk by again? Get out of here. Are you related to Jean-Claude Van Damme? Because Jean-Claude Van Damme, you're sexy. No, thank you. Well, no wonder you're still alone with these old worn-out come-on lines. Let bindweed singles teach you how to hit home runs with the ladies. We'll teach you come-on lines that work, like... My garden tools are shiny and new and waiting for you. Oh, I'm a gardener, too. Is this seat taken? Hello, I'm a doctor. Uh-huh. I own my own home outright. Uh-huh. And... I have an heirloom seed collection. Wow, tell me more. I'm told I lay an excellent layer of mulch. That's so intriguing. I've always been an heirloom woman, but you make me feel like going hybrid. Wanna come up and see my Amaryllis? You betcha. I love a good potted bulb. And that's just a start. Find your perfect partner at Bindweed Singles, and you will never be able to let each other go. You know, the next topic we have here, Edith, is called miscellaneous. Miscellaneous? Yes. Do you have any other miscellaneous 2021 garden plans? Um, I'm not going to let my kale die like I did last year. I'm going to be very strict about interval planting. Intrical? Intra- interval. Oh, interval. Interval. So I'm going to make, so for example, I love radishes. I never have enough radishes. I'm going to make area for three rows, plant one row, and then in exactly, you know, 10 or 12 days, plant the yes. other row. And I'm going to do that religiously. We have to stay on each other on that because what I'll do otherwise is I'll just go, oh, radishes. Boom. Well, yeah. who needs 50 radishes all at once? <laughs> I get so excited. Yeah. Exactly. You know, that's also really good to do with green beans. Yeah. Is to go, because if you just want, you know, just like a little handful of green beans every yeah. week, every every 10 to 14 days, plant another succession. Yes. Succession green. planting. Yes. Yeah, that is really, that's a really good idea. I'm just going to be, you know, what I usually do is... I plant stuff, and then I make my diagram. But now, because of this podcast, I've been thinking about it more. I'm going to have a diagram first. Then I'm going to plant stuff. Plant to my diagram. And 
the dates and I have all the moon dates and stuff for my moon garden. Well, that's going to be fun. It reminds me of that great poem by Robert Burns about the best laid plans of yeah. Mice and man, yes. oft go awry. Yes, they huh? do oft go awry. We'll see how it is next August. Hey, this yeah. is the second time we've mentioned Robert Burns in this podcast, by the way, because he was the author of Old Lang Syne. We just talked about that last Oh, week. that's right. For all our friends in Scotland. I feel so literary. Yeah. Now. When you make a plan, it does help a little bit. It's also one of my philosophies of making theater, which is over-prepare and go with the flow. Yeah. So to make a plan... And then keep your right. knees bent when everything goes differently than when you thought they were going to. And the other good thing about doing it like in succession planting and not doing everything at once like I usually do is then when we get a hailstorm, which is almost inevitable, Yeah. not everything has been planted. You know what I mean? Yes. So, and you got room to put something in. Yes, I have room yeah. for other things. Yeah. So my big, my big um, you know, St. Patrick's Day for the cold. And Mother's Day for the for the warm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the climate has changed, and I think Mother's Day is too late. Yes, for a lot of th- yeah. That's what I've always done, and I'm not going to do that this year. Yeah, I don't. I planted some things May because I just had to May first before, and just cross mm-hmm. my fingers. Yeah, I'm going to pay very close. I'm going to do a lot more seedlings, plant a lot more of my own seedlings this year, and pay so much attention to you know. Projected frost date and then uh-huh. two weeks, four weeks, whatever, how many weeks before I need to plant those seedlings. Because if you plant them too soon, then, of course, they get leggy and weak yeah. and not good. But That's why the winter sowing method is so great. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Because well, it protects all that. I'm going to be doing that, Christy, after you teach me how. Well, I think the big thing I want to do this summer is that I in my front yard where I have my flower beds, and there's a sidewalk. There, uh, people will often walk past on their way to the park with their dog, which is great. I love dogs, but they will inevitably will pee in the grass. And what it does is that it kills the grass, oh. and then the grass comes back with extra nitrogen in it, so there it's dark green. And there's a little section of dark green patches in and my front yard. Really? Yes. And I think I'm going. I, what I'd like to do is I'd like to this little section in the front where I just have grass and then sidewalk. Is I want to dig it up, not a big section, maybe like maybe like eighteen inches to yeah. two feet. Yeah. And I want to put rocks down and put a succulent garden in. Oh, that's nice. And if a dog pees on it, oh, that's really nice. And then it won't need as much water. You'll save on water. Yes, because it's right next to a sidewalk. So mm-hmm. things that are next to a sidewalk will get really hot. Yeah. So I'm I'm very excited about exploring that. It's a pain and pain to dig all that up. Yeah, it is. But it's because we're not it. using Roundup because that's bad. Yeah, we're not doing that. And, and you come over. I you, I have some hens and chicks for you in the spring. Well, I love it because the, all the hens and chicks I have are from your garden. Okay, good. I uh, and I I also think that I I I always say this every year. And I never do, but now I have the spot for it, is I want to get a forsythia bush. And Are those the yellow flowers? Yes. They bloom here in the Denver metro area. They bloom late February, early March. They're the first they? thing. It's they're about the, the first, first piece thing. of color, right? And I used to have a lilac bush that died, and then something else was there. And so now I have a little spot. 
Very nice. And the- so I'm hoping to to get, and I always say I'm going to get one, and then I never do. And then, and then, sure enough, you walk around the neighborhood to see all these beautiful yeah. forsythias blooming, and so I really want to. I, I really want to do They're that. They're really hardy, too, here. It'd be so nice. Then I guess the last thing, my last dream, is that I hope I get a greenhouse this summer. Oh, a greenhouse um, for the fall or just a greenhouse in time to put your things in? Yes, early. at some point, yes, to, ha- to get a greenhouse. Oh, that would be nice. I hope you get that. I just think it'd be so lovely to put, yeah, to put things in in the fall oh. and early spring too. The greenhouse you know? fairy comes by. The greenhouse fairy. Maybe my handsome and handy husband will ah. help me. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's hearing us right now. Hello. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? That would be just so amazing. Yeah. So those are, those are the dream, the part, partly plants, partly dreams mm-hmm. for the 2021 yeah. garden. Definitely. I'm not going to have two zucchini plants. Remember? I had yeah. two zucchinis last year. Don't I two. Yeah, not going to do that. Yeah, and they tried to kill you. And the one of them, yeah, that I tried, he was unruly. Uh, so, yeah. He was a murderous zucchini plant. Yeah. And then we'll cast, then then we'll laugh at each other when we, all these great plans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that didn't work. Well, that but didn't work. But that's fun, though. You know, I just think, yeah, the dreaming is is a lot of fun and trying things. And I was telling somebody else, the greatest way to have a great garden is to have a gardening podcast. Yeah, because it keeps it makes you accountable. Yeah. If I ever give out false information, and I might have, but I don't think I did, I would feel so awful. I'd feel so, so guilty. We're not afraid of saying we don't know. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll find out. You know what I'm going to grow this year, too? Hmm. It's a particular type of cabbage called Copenhagen market cabbage, and you know why I'm going to grow it? It stores up to six months. Six months. A cabbage. A cabbage. Yeah. That's what it said on the seed packet. So that's what I'm going to do. Oh, that's amazing. I can't wait for that experiment. Can you, can you, all the stuff that we're going to have in the, in the dead of winter that we can eat fresh, that's just great. That's amazing. Yes. Well, well, I'm excited to hear what everybody else's plans are for the 2021 garden. We want to hear them. Yes, I want to, we want to hear from you, you, the listener out there. Talk to us. Come on now. <laughs> so it's time for our very first 2021 yeah. mailbag. Ring, ring. This is from Pamela from Denver. And I think this is pretty amazing. She says, first, congrats on your award. You deserve it. Thanks, Pamela. Second, your commercials crack me up. And I was COVID level bored today, so I wrote one for your amusement. I hope it makes you laugh. Christy, she wrote us a commercial. She wrote us a commercial. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Okay, we're okay, going to we do our best. Do, try to do it justice, Pamela. Hey, garden bugs. Did you hear the buzz? Google Maps has partnered with Mantis Unlimited to create a new app just for you. 2021's Garden Earth. That's right. You'll have exclusive access to garden locations on your antenna tips. Customize your settings to prioritize eating, mating, yum, or hibernation. Narrow your searches to include the food or flowers you prefer. You can even cross-pollinate your data and share your real-time location with other bug subscribers. 
Download the premium version to access live feeds to predator sightings and daily compost scopes. If you're one of the first 30 bugs to download 2021's Garden Earth, you'll unlock secret maps to upside-down tulip locations, including access routes to Christie's Attic and Edith's Healing Horse Tea Soaking Pools. Available January 1st, 2021. Garden Earth assumes no responsibility for weather, crop rotation, or gardener error. <laughs> Thank you, Pamela. That's so great. I wish I had that to keep bugs away from my certain bugs. Yeah. Yeah, that would be such a great idea. Steer Japanese beetles away. Christy, we have another very brief letter. Yeah. And it's I have to read it because it's so nice. It's from Tammy from Indiana. Tammy has gardened in the country of Panama. Wow. And she's thinking of, with her um, husband, moving to Costa Rica and being a gardener. So she's been listening to our podcast. And she says, I will continue to learn and laugh right along with you in your episodes. I feel like I am silently sitting at the table with the two of you. Oh, that's so nice. Isn't that so nice? See, that's why I, I, I had to read it. It was oh. so nice. Costa Rica. Oh, yeah. my gosh. we got to yeah. hear all about that. That seems yes. like that would be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Fruit. <laughs> yeah, fruit and fish and things like that. Wow. Well, folks, we want to hear from you too. So send us your favorite gardening stories, your successes and flops, plans for your 2021 garden. We love hearing from you. Write to us at Upside Down Tulips at Gmail or at our website at UpsideDownTulips.com. And now it's time for your garden inspiration for the week. This week's quote is from Alice Walker, who wrote The Color Purple. She says, When life is sweet, say thank you and celebrate. And when life is bitter, say thank you and grow. Wow. Isn't that nice? That is nice and very deep. Yeah, it is. It is indeed. Say thank you and grow. Say thank you and grow. And you know, the next time you think about running around and smashing things in our nation's capital, stop doing that and grow something. How's that? Yeah. Not Just grow yeah. something. Amen. Edith. Yes. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We are Edith Weiss and Christy Montour Larson. And if you enjoy Upside Down Tulips, please give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Tunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Special thanks to Denise Gentilini for composing and performing the Upside Down Tulips theme song. Maybe you'd like to hear more of Denise's music. If so, go to denisegentilini.com or you can find that link on our website. And thank you to our friend and talented actor, Zachary Andrews. Don't forget, if you make a mistake, your garden will forgive you. Yeah. Nice. Nice. It was good to see you again. Forgive me for not buying you them in this bowl. Would you? Of course I forgive you. Upside down too.